Hi, and welcome to the Silverline Podcast, an audio version pulled from the video stream we do a couple of times a week. My name is Roland Mann, and I'm the head honcho at Silverline, where we have a great time making fun comics that we think you'll enjoy. This episode is titled, Silverline Comics Live, The Intros, Who We Are. It originally aired on March 18th, 2020. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Silverline Live. This is the first episode of We Hope Many to Come. Uh, we're gonna have. I'm gonna ask for your forgiveness up front because all of this is new to us. Uh, as far as I know, I'm looking at the at my my murderer's row here, and except for my son who's helping us out, I don't think anyone here streams regularly. So um, this is going to be new to everybody. So. Um, First thing we're going to do, uh, this is a Silverline Live, so it's uh, it's going to be a little bit about everybody, all the projects that we're, we're working on. Obviously, we want to, we want to use them to uh, promote the things that we're doing, but one of the things that we're going to do uh, in the future is we're going to talk about the craft a little bit, because we've got a, a, a widely uh, talented pool of people who are doing cool stuff for Silverline, and we want to be able to share uh, the things that we do from writing to coloring to penciling to lettering. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to watch uh, uh, Thomas a little bit as he works on uh, page nine, I think. Of, uh, uh, I think it's 10. 10. Okay. Page 10 yeah. uh, of a project that we'll talk about uh, a little bit later. But uh, so first thing we're going to do is that we'll get some introductions uh, out of the way this, uh, this, uh, for this first episode. I am Roland, for those of you who, who may not know me, and I need to stop looking here. I need to look up the, at the, the camera, right? So I'm Roland. I am um, probably been the, the longest associated with Silverline uh, way back in the late 1980s. Shh, that's so loud. Uh, I write a whole bunch of stuff for Silverline, including Cat and Mouse, wrote, uh, Switchblade. Uh, I'm writing uh, Trump's with uh, uh, Thomas that we'll be seeing some artwork um, from a little bit later. Uh, And I kind of just, you know, keep the trains running, kind of keep them moving, kind of keep them on the tracks. Sometimes they like to derail. I try to keep those running. I'm a a cheerleader to the group. Uh, I try to uh, cheerlead to everybody and remind them that uh, we do this stuff because uh, we love it. Uh, geographically, one of the things we talked about earlier before we got started is we wanted to talk about uh, kind of where we're all located because with everybody kind of being quarantined, um, we're, we're kind of all spread out. So I am physically geographically located in Orlando, Florida. So uh, I'm just going to take, we're just going to give everybody a little bit of time to introduce yourself. Uh, first up on my screen, I see Brent T. Larson. Brent, tell us about yourself. Is he frozen? Am I frozen? I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Brent is frozen. All right, so we're going to skip Brent. Uh, next one on my murderer's row here is John Medic. John, introduce yourself. Tell us about you. All right, so I get to go next. Wow, that's a hard act to follow. Uh, <laughs> my name is John Medic. I am um, thrilled to be a part of Silverline. I was one of the original fans from the original silver line uh started talking to roland as a pen pal back in the day when you had to do paper and letters and envelopes and stamps uh when he said that he was dusting off the old imprint and would i like to join i absolutely got right on board i'm one of them that sometimes does have the tendency to derail that he has to get back on the rails but uh he's he's a good man to follow so um i'm doing editing right now i will be editing roland on some uh, some books uh, editing some other books as well, and I've been self-publishing uh, since 1999. My main title is Sniper and Rook. They will be joining, well, they've joined as of the last Daytona Beach Comic Con, the Silver Line banner uh, with a new issue number one uh, printing with the Silver Line header on it, um, and I've actually got an artist right now working on a pinup uh, just started today dealing with the crossover between my universe and the Silver Line universe of characters from back in the day. It's exciting in my dream project. So, John, uh, so tell us, tell fans just a little bit after the crossover, ultimately, and we're still working out the kinks, but ultimately, what exactly is that leading to? Well, what it's really leading to is 
similar to your original designs for Silverline back in the late 80s, because, you know, we're old and all, um, <laughs> Silverline obviously is going to be launching books from a variety of genres and all different flavors, but there's also going to be that core Silverline universe of characters. Um, and so what we're moving towards is bringing back some other old favorites. Uh, one of the old favorites, Demon, showed up in the new Cat and Mouse series. Uh, we're going to be dusting off some of the other Silverline characters and working towards a team book. A team book that was planned back in the 80s that never made it, uh, and we're bringing it forward now. Sweet. Sweet. So um, there's some exciting things there, and uh, I, I know I've told this to you uh, in, in the flesh, but so excited that Sniper and Rook is part of the uh, part of the family now. I, it was an honor for you to ask me to join you. So yes, they are. Uh, they're home where they belong. If Excellent. it wasn't for you and your writing, I wouldn't have had the inspiration to create them. So, uh, little hearts are, should be floating out of me now, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see Brent is back with us. Thank you. Oh, John, where where are you located geographically? I am um, in Illinois, about an hour outside of Chicago. Um, in my quote unquote real job, my day job, I'm an assistant dean at a community college, which as of today had its first Corona known case and is now down shutdown for the next couple of weeks. So oh, I will still be working, but working from home. Yeah. Uh, I was also in Seattle two weeks ago, which was a coronavirus central of the United States for a while, and flew back home right as that insanity was going on, so. Wow, that's pretty yeah. scary. Yeah, and, you know, it's, we just all need to keep our heads about us, that's and right. don't buy more toilet paper than you need. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so thank you, John. So I see Brent has rejoined us. Uh, so Brent, uh, well, <laughs> he's left okay. us again. So uh, we'll come back to Brent uh, when he when he gets his uh, technology worked out. I think he must be having ish- Wi-Fi issues. So next on my screen of uh, Murderer's Row here is Jeremy Kahn. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello there. Um, I'm working as a digital colorist. I graduated from Savannah College of Art and Design. I joined Volan uh, about a year or so after I graduated. And I've been sort of working on this one project for like I don't know how many years at the moment, but um, right now I'm working on the uh, coloring work for a uh, bloodline. Um, one second here. And uh, basically, um, I got working. This is like one page I currently finished up. Yes, but initial splash page. And right here is the page I am currently coloring as well. Um, basically, I've been working, um, before this, I've been working on uh, Craig for him, and then um, right now, uh, that was sort of on hold, I'm working on this as well. Um, right now, I'm located in uh, New York, Kipsy, New York. So, Jeremy, correct me if I'm wrong. I think when uh, when you and I first started talking, you didn't really have any, any uh, real you had colors, but I don't think you had been published yet, right? Is that is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So you and I started talking. I said, well, look, I, I've got these, uh, what I'm trying to do, a lot of people already know this, I'm trying to take some of the black and white projects that, uh, or the, the Silverline projects that were published in black and white, and getting those colored to, to reprint those. So I said, Jeremy, I've got this project that I think you'd be great on after having looked at his colors. And he said, that sounds good. I would love to do that. Uh, he, he he kicked out, knocked out the, the first issue pretty quickly. And then next thing you know, he's getting work right and left. So uh, we're excited that he's actually able to step in and help us uh, do Bloodline. Because uh, Bloodline will be uh, coming up in a Kickstarter pretty soon. And, of course, uh, Jeremy, you, you have the opportunity just to, uh, quote, unquote, meet Sid, who's the uh, the writer. He has joined us here as well. So, uh, and Jeremy, so where are you geographically? Uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, upstate. So okay. we're about an hour away from New York City, which isn't a good geographic place to be at the moment. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you, sir. Brent, can you hear me? Can you yeah. hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right. This is, hold on, this is BJ. Uh, BJ is the CEO of Silverline, and uh, she's the, the the boss of the house here uh, with me and Brent. Uh <laughs> Uh, BJ, for those of you who don't know, those who do find that funny, those of you who don't know, it's my wife. So, what's up, BJ? 
I just wanted to share with y'all that Oven has said, hey, Roland, and the amazing, talented Silverline family. So just wanted to share that with you guys. Hey, Oven, we love you, man. We'll be seeing you in um, Kissimmee here in August. So thanks for watching, Oven. Spread the word, brother. Brent, you with us? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. My internet is funky. I don't you know. You must have Spectrum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, Brent T. Larson, tell us, uh, tell us who you are, all that kind of stuff. All right. My name is Brent Larson. I am uh, typically write for. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Didn't lose me again today. Can he, okay, so you're I'm still here. Okay, good. Okay, so um, I am uh, the creator of uh, and writer on the comic book uh, Kalis, which is it just launched its um, the Kickstarter for issue number two just a couple of days ago, and uh, we're doing pretty well on it. We're currently at. Uh, 125%. So that's pretty sweet. Cool. That's nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, I have worked for a group called Crew for a really long time. I'm a filmmaker, a screenwriter type. I've written a lot of screenplays, uh, short screenplays that have been produced. I've written a bunch of features that will probably never be produced. Um, but uh, this is my first foray into comics. And uh, it is a lot of fun. It is a lot different from writing for film. Um, I actually get to do what I want and take it all the way to the end. It's pretty nice. So. And it's, it's far. Oh, it's, and I'm here in Orlando. Also. In Orlando. And it's a lot more fun than uh, than uh, filmmaking, isn't it? Is it more fun? Because we're cooler. It is easier. <laughs> easier. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So. Well, thank you, Brent. Uh, next on my murderer's row here is Sid. Sidney Williams, tell us who you are. Hey, uh, Sidney Williams here. Uh, probably been with uh, Silverline second to uh, Roland as far as the time uh, time frame or whatever. Uh, I was a uh, novelist first, uh, and uh, Roland and I met uh, working on comics together. I uh, met. Uh, at conventions back in the day, uh, he was there to promote comics. I was there to promote novels and, uh, he asked me to do some writing for him. And so, uh, uh, basically whenever he has called, I have done, uh, work for Silverline and, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the comic that, uh, was held up earlier, the bloodline, uh, work that's being colored there is, uh, one of my, uh, one of my titles, um, and that is based on a short story from a collection called Under the Fang that I wrote with an old buddy of mine, uh, Robert Pettit. And uh, Robert's son uh, called me. Robert's still around and doing well. Uh, but his son called me up the other night and started talking to me about a novel called Blood Hunter. Uh, and uh, it was kind of fun, kind of a little reunion, mini reunion with his son there to talk about some work. Uh, the first thing I think I wrote for Silverline, and uh, it was published by Malibu Graphics uh, back in the day, was uh, The Mantis Files, uh, which is sort of a psychic detective tale. Uh, actually came out, I believe, a uh, few years before The X-Files. So uh, we were kind of treading similar territory there, but uh, uh, dealing with... Uh, uh, strange phenomena and having an investigator look into it uh, in New Orleans. And uh, uh, did a four-issue run with that back in the day. And uh, I uh, wrote one called Sirens, which we may have some color art from here. Rolling. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to figure out how I can communicate with Brett without to, the over the top of you. <laughs> have, have to, uh, show it. We'll, there you go. we'll see it in a minute, if nothing yep. else. Uh, yep, but anyway, a comic called Sirens about a guy dealing with... Uh, voodoo in new orleans and uh fighting uh, to not become a voodoo zombie uh and uh fun fun title was done in in a very cool noir style but uh roland is looking at doing a new color version of it now too uh so so a lot of a lot of work going on in that front and uh, one of the most e exciting projects for me that's 
um, um, in the Silverline pipeline is a project called Friar Rush. Um, and uh, ages ago, I had uh, a, an encyclopedia of strange phenomena or whatever, and it mentioned a medieval figure called Friar Rush. And I, I always thought that would be an interesting character to deal with and uh, wound up uh, making him the uh, uh, kind of a modern day figure uh, who is using uh, rock music and uh, uh, rock opportunities to further his goals and to uh, to reach out and corrupt people. Uh, and so he has he's become a rock star in the modern era. And there is a newspaper reporter named Jake McGlover investigating him and what he's up to. Uh, and so uh, a very fun project. And uh, the artwork is just really cool on it. it it's being colored, looking great uh, in color. So uh, that's in the pipeline. Uh, to yeah. plug uh, quickly a couple of other things, I've uh, got a couple of fairly new novels out, one called Disciples of the Serpent and uh, one called Dark Hours, uh, which you can find by searching Dark Hours Sydney are uh, Disciples of the Serpent, Sydney. <laughs> and uh, I also have a cool short story coming down the pike in a collection called uh, Cat Ladies of the Apocalypse, sort of the flip side of A Boy and His Dog. So, uh, so that'll be, uh, that'll be uh, out there in the very new, near future. So, so watch, uh, watch my Twitter feed, watch Silverline forwarding my Twitter feed for, uh, for announcements about that in the, the near future. Yeah, I know I shared the, um, the disciples. I saw you post it. Uh, I'm not on Twitter very much, but I saw you post it. And so I know I shared that one around. Uh, it it has sort of an Irish theme and I uh, reshared it for uh, St. Patrick's day yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what it was then. Hey, Brett, pop up your uh, uh, Facebook Messenger so I can send you uh, messages. Uh, you're missing out on some some stuff here, and I don't know how else to, to send you messages. Um, so uh, so one of the other things that, that I, I got to add in here uh, about Sid is uh, one of the things I always used to talk about in, in doing the writing, particularly the comic book stuff, is that I know when I was a kid, all the comics were, were based in – all the stories were set in New York. They were set in Chicago. They were set in some big city. But I, I was a kid that grew up in Mississippi, and so I always tried to set my stories you know, central to kind of where I was. New Orleans happened to be uh, one of the locations that I used frequently. Sid stories, uh, I think I, I'd have to rack my brain here to, to verify, but most or, or many of his comic stories also take place in New Orleans. And that's one of the things that kind of immediately drew me to a, a lot of the stuff he and I talked about that because New Orleans uh, itself is often like a character in the stories and has a lot of personality. Um, Brett, when you get a chance, pop up uh, that page of Sirens um, that uh, has been colored. Uh, Sid mentioned Sirens is one of the, the, I talked about the black and white projects from the 90s that we were coloring. Sirens is, uh, yep, there, there's the page. Sirens is one of those. Uh, it was uh, initially published in black and white, and the colors are now being done by Barb Kalberg. Barb is the same one who has uh, inked Cat and Mouse, and she is also working on her uh, creator-owned project with uh, a very talented team that you're going to hear a lot more about here soon uh, called Divinity. So uh, she has, I shouldn't too, too much about it, but she has recently retired. So she has, she has a lot more creative time on her hands. And so uh, she's taking up coloring as well. She's doing a fantastic job. And, and Sid, where are you geographically? Uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Okay. So hunkered down. <laughs> hunkered down, yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, we're going to see people start putting sandbags up and around, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so thank you, Sid. So next up is Thomas Hedglin. Thomas, did I say your name right? Your last name right? Can Can you hear me, Thomas? Uh, uh, sort of. It's Hedglin. Hedglin. Okay. Hedglin. Yeah, yes, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Hedglin. All right, yeah. so Thomas, introduce uh, yourself to us. Yeah. So I'm in Oklahoma, and. Uh, I went to the Kubert School for two years and um, been drawing comics in my free time forever. And uh, yeah, now I'm working on Trumps. It's pretty fun. I think that's it. 
Yeah. So Thomas, you you gotta you you gotta confess to people. When I first told you the title, you were like, uh, what? <laughs> right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I think it'll work out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not political at all, but, and that's. But I think. But I, I, if we're dropping this. If we're doing what? Uh, I I think if we're dropping it around, you know, the the end of this year, it'll probably be a good time anyway. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, Even even if people think it's political. (laughs) Listen, I I think as I told you in my pitch to you, right, I don't care if people think it's uh, political, if it'll get eyes on it, right? Uh, If the the title alone causes somebody to stop and go look at it, then I'm okay with that because once they get into it, they're going to see, number one, it looks gorgeous. Number two, it's not what they might have thought it was and hopefully they'll they'll still drop their uh, their bucks and look at it so um uh, all right so thomas so who yeah. are some of your favorite uh, favorite pencilers who, who are some of your artistic influences uh the big one's david finch i've spent um, okay an inordinate amount of time just studying his artwork trying to figure out how to do it uh as for that's for like the drawing stuff as for like storytelling and stuff i really like uh Lee Weeks. I love Mark Bagley for like uh, characters and like the acting, things like that. Cool. Um, yeah, I like Jerome Mopena. Okay, I don't I like, know that name. There's a bunch of artists I like that I haven't really been influenced by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's good. Um, there's a lot of artists that I really like, but I haven't really been influenced by, like Gary Frank and Jason Favick. Sure. I really love Jim Lee. I like the way he draws figures. Spent a lot of time looking at Jim Lee. Yeah, but David nice. Finch is the big one for sure. Yeah. So is that, is that a mechanical pencil you're using there? Yeah, uh, sort of. It's called a lead holder. Okay. It holds lead, and you got this. So it, it's like a mechanical pencil, but you got to sharpen it. Oh, cool! I got from David. Cool. So uh, yeah, he, he uses it, and I've seen another number of other artists use it. Nice. So for, for uh, those of you watching, uh, in the coming weeks, we're going to have uh, Thomas on here talking about his penciling and some of his approaches, and maybe he'll be passing on some of the stuff he's picked up on picked up at the Kubert School uh, and pass on to you, uh, to all of you as well. Uh, all right, so Oklahoma, so thank you very much, uh, Thomas. And next, next up on Murderer's Row here, I see Tim. Hi. Uh, let me be sure my levels are Good. I'm using a studio setup, so Sweet. I had to sounds, do... sounds great. Good. Uh, so I am the assistant editor at Silverline. Um, just joined recently. Um, my job description can be uh, slimmed down to roll in second brain. <laughs> Pretty sure. Uh, <true>, yeah. <laughs> so now I kind of took over a lot of the website material. I am running the series craft, so that is something that people have to look forward to in their emails sometime shortly i already got yeah. a hold of sid um, yeah. i also was a student of roland's and sid's at Folsom university uh for creative writing uh and my experience in publishing has been mostly prose uh my most noted publication is a piece called maintenance through page and spine which won their uh writer showcase over in austria a few years ago so Sweet. that was different um uh, ge- geographically i am over in salem oregon and um kind of a fun note here that i'm sure roland wants to get to is that the fact that i am a diagnosed case of covid yes uh that is something that, that i i did want to get on to is that uh tim is the first person i hi uh, Tim's the first person I have ever known uh, in, in my circles to tell me that he's actually got COVID. So, uh, so you know, for those, it, it, so it is kind of scary, and and you know, right. we might make, laugh and make fun of it. Uh, uh, so, for those who are listening, would you do you mind talking a little bit about it? Tell us, you know, how it started. What does it feel like? What does the doctor tell you? That kind of thing. Sure. So, uh, being a uh, young, healthy. Um, uh, adult um i am also a 
amateur strength athlete in my mid twenties. So, uh, I am quite healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they essentially said that due to limited supplies, they can't do like a testing kit. So they did a phone screening. They decided it's best not to have me break quarantine. So my symptoms are, um, kind of like a flu, but with the worst fever and chills, like that's the, uh, thing where it gets you. Um, so I've just been in isolation for about a half week and I have to stay in isolation until the 26th is what they say. Wow. I'm already kind of over the worst of it. Um, this weekend is when it got me the worst, and that was when I was the most coffee and sneezy and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're younger and healthy, it's fine. It's um, you know, you just uh, like what John said earlier. Just got to be mindful about yourself and mm-hmm. do what you can to make sure it doesn't spread to others. So, so a, a question I have for you: Did the the doctors tell you? Because I, I know what you some of what you do how you keep yourself busy. Uh, you're, you're often around, uh, you know, younger, younger people. Do the doctors tell you, uh, you have any kind of responsibility or they say, Hey, well, you should let everybody know that you have been diagnosed with it. Everybody that you've come in contact with it for the last, you know, hour, 10 hours, two days, three weeks, uh, anything like that. Uh, they did, uh, kind of talk about that. Um, I more or less took those, steps of my own volition before I um, called in uh, once I learned that I was exposed. Um, but uh, yeah, they just say that it, um, from the moment you've been feeling symptoms, if you've been around someone, um, just let them know that if they start developing symptoms, they should also call in. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of scary. So a- as one who has this, what do you make of, uh, uh, I'm not going to say this, uh, what do you kind of make of all the media uh, noise about it what what do you right. think about that um well uh i think the um alertness and kind of the focus on it is deserved but the response has been um uh kind of focused in the wrong direction um yeah. like keeping hyper, right yeah that no that's weird um <laughs> I, I but uh paper thing they, they, they staying indoors for the most part you know just um oh that's kind of what we already do in our line of work is um right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh now everyone else has to adopt that lifestyle um <laughs> but uh just kind of keep it to yourself um washing your hands makes the most sense um it's it's a weird thing that for younger people and most people it'll show asymptomatically so for me i feel fine but um you know, I just want to be cautious, make sure I don't talk to any of or be in close contact with any of my um, older family members that might be yeah. at risk. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well, I appreciate you sharing. I, like I said, there's, there's, you know, um, I, I know a lot of people, me included until I got your message. Uh, you know, I didn't, I, I hear all this, see all the numbers, see all the stats and I never met anyone, didn't know anybody who had had it. I'm getting an echo from somebody. I don't know who that is, but um so, you know, it's lots of questions that I think a lot of people have, and I appreciate you uh, answering that. And I do appreciate you uh, being my second brain because I, I do kind of send a lot of stuff your way and say, hey, man, here's this, here's this, make this happen. And, and yeah, so I, I I appreciate all the, that you're doing for the craft series on the website. I think that's going to end up being a really, really nice um, a nice series o- over time. So And hopefully kind of some of what we do here. We'll be able to reflect that, mirror that, that, that sort of thing. So uh, I appreciate that. And joining us late here, he finally got his technology working, Thomas Formonti. Yeah, uh, can you hear me? Because I don't even know if it's working. Yeah, quick, talk so I can hear you. <laughs> you can't hear us? Yes, we can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, but hi. So, uh, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Because I didn't get the tested. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I couldn't get in, but I'm in now. So, how is everybody doing? We're doing great. And you? Great, 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 great. So, so, um, so you missed the instructions then. So, the instructions are: yeah, give, so us, give us your bio, tell us a little bit about you, your background, and then, and then touch on what you're doing with Silverline, and um, then tell us where you are geographically. Uh, Thomas Floramonte. I've been a, a comic book creator since uh, early 90s, I guess. 
uh, uh, first thing I ever had uh, published was through Malibu Comics. I guess it was, uh, I forget which one, you know, Malibu had so many things going on at the time, but it was a book called Scum of the Earth. It was a long <laughs> time ago. I did a bunch of stuff for Roland and um, with the cat and mouse uh, stuff at the beginning, I inked um, uh, the original uh, um, uh, Demon Tales books uh and i think a lot of stuff for a lot of different uh publishers out there for a lot of stuff for marvel uh, a lot of stuff for ultraverse a lot of stuff for uh for everybody and right now i'm 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 picking up the inking task on doing a book with roland that roland's writing thomas is drawing uh the other thomas uh called uh trumps and uh i hope you guys have some of the artwork show because uh all i have is my ipad and i don't know how well that's going to actually work well you're going to have to figure that out for the next time right yes so yeah because 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 they're going to want to see uh it's going to be a cool I, I think it'll be a cool process to be able to see on the stream to be able to see uh thomas uh pencil it yeah. and then you know maybe on the stream the next stream or the next stream to see you working on the same image uh, inking it yeah, that would be that would be really cool. What we need yeah. to do behind the scenes is try to work work through those technical things so I, so I can log in properly and then we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get it working. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, uh, at the at the top of the hour, one of the things I did, I, I, I begged the forgiveness to anyone who was uh, listening uh, that we're going to have a learning curve that we got to figure out that none of us are uh, except for Brett, who's who's uh, behind the scenes helping us out here. Red Rider. Uh, none of us are, are regular streamers. Uh, this is not something we do. Uh, I, I believe this is something that Silverline needs because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, this Absolutely. is, this is where a lot of the, this is where a lot of it's going. A lot of, a lot of people who uh, do comics, uh, today, they, uh, support it with a stream. And I think, uh, that's going to be important for us to do moving forward as we, you know, kind of navigate the, the, the changing waters of, uh, of independent comics. Yep. Yeah, very much so. So uh, did you mention geographically where you are? Oh, I'm in uh, Orlando, uh, Florida, right down the street from you. We uh, right. we do lunch uh, once a month or so, for sure. Yeah. I tell, I tell uh, people every four to six weeks we do we do lunch. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm also the co-owner of Kablam Digital Printing also. Excellent. So yep. that's how uh, Roland and I, uh, you know, he comes over, brings books, picks up books. We print, uh, as everybody knows, we print a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. It's everything's slowing down, of course. Yeah. But well, uh, and so far, you've printed everything Silverline has done. Absolutely. Uh, all, yeah. all the comics, certainly. Uh, you do the stickers, but all the comics, the yeah. trading cards, and uh, that kind of stuff. And I actually had uh one of the artists ask me today, "Hey, can we print a foil comic?" And I'm like, "Well, you know." <laughs> But I did. You I did. you can, but right now it's not. Uh, it's it. it, it yeah. What I'm, I'm no. trying to I'm trying to sell them on the transparency idea that that you that is so about. cool. Yes, that is so cool. So that's a, that's a neat little. Uh, uh, it'd be a great uh, Kickstarter reward. I think so too. So yeah. so we're we're having that uh, we're having that conversation. I'm having that conversation. And uh, Hedgeland, you need to listen to that too because that that'll be something we'll be talking about uh, here in the not too too distant future. So um, oh. as we as we work up what we want to do uh, with Trumps. And uh, and 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 I hear we're talking about playing cards, perhaps. <laughs> yes, we are. Yep, yep. Uh, I mean, you know, it just makes sense if the series yeah. is called if the series is called Trumps. Absolutely, it'd be kind of about, cool. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think uh, I, I know a printer. Yeah. I do too. I know, I know a printer more. who could print uh, playing cards. <laughs> yeah, we sure definitely could do that. So that I, I think that uh, I think that could be something that was kind of fun. I don't know what me what made me. Th I tell you what made me think about it is I was uh, playing with some of uh, uh, Thomas's uh, pencils and trying to. Well, I think you saw me put up that uh, close up of the eyes on uh, as a Facebook banner, and so I was playing around with some of that a little bit. I, I tossed a I think a spade on there because he was uh, the jack of spades, and I'm yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh, you know. Playing cards, a jack of spades. I mean, it, it's 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 just fifty two, uh, you know, fifty two uh, trading cards, really, if you want to think of it that way. Yeah, that's definitely doable. Yeah, so and I think it would. I think it'd be a great reward level in in a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so, uh, BJ, we got any questions? 
Well, not so many questions as in, in comments. So uh, just talking about that y'all are such talented people. It's amazing to do this kind of thing. So people, that's J-R-R-U saying that. Uh, J-R-R-U also said cat and mouse is good. And uh, also Oven is asking a question. Will there be more stickers, maybe even foil stickers? Um, I don't know about foil stickers, but one of the things that, uh, uh, now that Kalis has actually made, one of the things that, um, Brent and I talked about the last time was actually making some, uh, stickers as one of the stretch goals. So since Kalis has made so quickly, which is a good thing, thank you all very much. Uh, that's a conversation we're going to have to have really quickly, uh, because as of right now, 937 on Wednesday, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have any stretch goals planned. So that's something we're going to have to, uh, 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 figure out. So, uh, since we're talking about Kalis, uh, uh, Brett, if you toss the uh, Kickstarter page up, Brent, would you spend a, a, a couple of minutes and, and, uh, tell people about Kalis and why they should go, uh, check out the Kickstarter and pledge? Sure. Oh, real quick, real quick, Brent, just wanted you to know that Ovin said that he um, backed Kalis and that he really likes it a lot. So I wanted to Sweet. share that in there. Oh, thank you. All Sweet. right. Oh, well, Kalis is, um, it's funny because I keep uh, it as a sci-fi story, but it really happens on Earth a lot. So, but um, like I said, isn't precluded. Anyway, let me start over. Okay, so Kalos is a story about a an act that uh, went up on a secret mission for the CIA in uh, 1967, uh, which was, uh, what, two years before uh, the moon landing. So, fun story about that. But anyway, uh, and then he disappeared. And then... Um, just a few days ago in the story, he crash lands back to Earth in his lunar lander. Um, he gets off the ground unscathed, and basically that's where our story begins, is um, his attempt to get back into space. And um, the story is going to be unfolding very gradually as to who he is, uh, why he first place what did the cia have in mind why did the cia care about space um where has he been why did he come back why does he want to go back and trying to stop him from going back and uh that is a whole lot of story to pack into 22 pages every few months at best but i uh have a big story in mind that I think is really cool and every time I think about it I'm like oh man I gotta see this thing through so so yeah um I'm really excited that it's getting um uh back so much and uh yeah can you uh can you tell us a little bit about some of the um uh, rewards some of the tiers reward tiers yeah, well, uh, for one, uh, this is issue number two, and we will get a chance to, or people who missed issue one, can get one and two. Um, uh, that's one tier. Uh, also, uh, I think our early bird special is a discounted rate on issue two. Um, I think, so uh, what's the next one after that? I suppose I can just look on here. Um <laughs> Let me see. So there's some there's some original art, right? Yes, that's right. Um, I'm not actually sure I've read this. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm just writing the story, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a retail bundle. Um, yep. Oh. Uh, there's signed copies. Um, you can get Lewis, my uh, penciler and inker, to do a commission for you. And I, uh, I had several friends do that for issue one, and they just raved about what they got. Actually, my sister was one of them, and she surprised me. She had uh, my main character kind of with my arms slung around him or something like that. It was yeah. kind of yeah. surprising. Now, one of the images on there uh, shows the two. And I, I, he did, I think he did three commissions in the last Kickstarter. 
And um, for this Kickstarter, we actually show two of those commissions that he did. Mm. And they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous pieces. So, yeah, um, Lewis and Leandro both are incredibly talented. I, I do not deserve the, uh, the level of work they put into this thing. So, and you know, first thing, it's just pretty. Nice. Leandro, I mean, I mean, he did a great, you know, great job for the first issue. But I was just looking at the colors for the second issue, and wow, he has just really pulled out all the stops. Yeah, yeah. They're a great guy to work with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so this is going to be a, a four issue miniseries, right? Yep, I'll keep going from there. Um, but uh, I think, uh, for the sake of bundling purposes, that uh, we're probably going to do four issue art. So, um, so someone had so on on I think it's maybe the, even the Kickstarter video you addressed a question that said um, someone had said, "Did you have plans?" Uh, and you said that you did. You had it all worked out. You had it figured out. Um, do do not, not don't tell a story or anything like that. But can you kind of hint at uh, maybe some of what's to come that you do have ideas beyond this uh, beyond this first issue, oh, this first four issue arc? Oh yeah. Uh, the, the first four issue arc. Our hero's name is Anders. And the first uh, arc is about him basically getting back to a status quo on Earth, which is that he really wants to go back into space. And as we all know, you can't really do that unless you're Elon Musk. And he doesn't have that much money, so he he basically is going to work out a deal with the CIA for him to work for them. And, uh, while they develop a way back into space. And uh, this is going to be kinds of trouble up, in part because the CIA is now going to have a guy who can be killed, which is pretty awesome uh, for them. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, our hero, Scott, is basically driven by, and this just the mistakes that he made in this other place where he went and what he really wants to do is get back and fix them. And because of that, he's very driven. He is basically willing to do anything that he's done and to get back. Yeah. And hang on just one second. So Foramonte needs either earbuds or a headset or something because we're getting a nasty, nasty, nasty echo from your sound. How about I uh just earbuds, yeah. Okay. Uh, or you can mute yourself, that works too. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a lot better. I'm sorry, go ahead. Awesome. Uh, that's probably pretty good, isn't it? Okay, I yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's good. I think it's uh I, I think it's nice. I, I think for readers um that are that are invested in the K list to know that hey, you've got this story arc uh planned. But you also have uh, other stuff uh, down the road as well. Um, uh, yeah, Brett, you can go back to us. Uh, thank you for showing that uh, the Kickstarter feed. So um, for those of you who are interested, uh, we'll put uh, all the appropriate links to the Kickstarter um, and the Twitch street, the Twitch info and, and uh, YouTube and on Facebook Live here. Uh, we are streaming to the three different platforms, so we're getting the folks from from uh, three different streaming worlds. Uh, we're on Facebook Live, we're on uh, Twitch, uh, which is a completely different audience than what I think most of us are probably uh, used to. That's uh, that's the, very much the gamer world. I was going to actually uh, offer a bit of a correction of intro, but I forgot about it, Roland. Okay, please do. Uh, I also, uh, in a previous life, was a partnered Hawkins streamer on Twitch. So that is my username in there, AgroBacon. So if uh, anyone has questions or apartment network wants to pop in, I will also be willing to talk in there. So wait, so hold on now. Let's go back to this. You, you were you were a streamer? Yes. Uh, for a while, I streamed a game called Hawkin. I got in contact with the developers, and they gave me uh, merch and stuff to represent their game on Twitch. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's very so you you've got stream experience then, huh? A little bit as a small stream, but yeah, I've done it for a while. All right, so so me and Red maybe reaching out to you. Um we had some questions. We we spent uh 
I guess we started around two o'clock today and we spent from about two to about seven, maybe trying to uh, work out little kinks and figure out uh, little things. Uh, some of the things that I wanted to do, he would try and then just tell me, sorry, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of that doesn't go away, but that's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think some of it was uh, limitations of kind of how we're doing it here and the fact right. that, that we're not using uh, a lot of streaming software. I am talking to some, uh, yeah, some yeah. printing industry pals of ours uh, about being a, a sponsor um they haven't responded to me they actually haven't responded to any <laughs> of my messages the last two weeks like uh, i don't know see like if anyone's talking to office yeah you know it's like they went to a convention and then then some you know virus hit us and they just you know stopped checking emails or something i don't yeah. know so just an fyi guys off of um twitch jerry j14 says i remember the old streaming days yeah oh, thank yeah. you jerry <laughs> very cool very cool um so yeah so um so one of the things that we hope to as i'm trying to keep an eye on the clock here so so one of the structures that i hope to do uh with the silver line live uh going forward is uh and, and this is obviously very malleable as we kind of figure out how this uh how this whole stream thing works right is uh we're gonna spend an hour i don't want to come on here you know i i see you know a lot of comic book guys they come on and they're on for like five and eight hours and and i don't know how, number one i don't know how they do that they they must have no other life or, or, or what i don't know um and i see some guys on here you know uh when i say here on, on streaming uh every single day for multiple hours uh multiple different streams a day um i don't know that that's something that we can ever put together but i like the idea of a, of a silver line hour once a week, um, you know, folks can can tune in and we can, you know, we can hawk our, our projects, talk about what's going on um, and that kind of thing. So so my my rough uh, hour plan is this. Um, spend about the first 15 minutes, uh, maybe 20, just chit chatting, talking about, you know, catching up. We might touch on uh, I don't want us to get real political. Uh, there's a lot of these other streams that are political. I, you know, I want us to make comics. Uh, we all have political opinions. That's great. Let's make comics. Um, and that's kind of what I want to do. Um, so, but we'll spend, you know, probably we'll talk about the virus here uh, for the next couple of weeks, uh, assuming something changes, um, uh, uh, unless something changes, I should say. But just kind of chit-chatting for the first 15, maybe 20 minutes. And then I've been talking to some uh, people to come in and do some uh, comic reviews. I've given them a list of I want to grade them. I want, you know, uh, assign a, a letter grade to the story, a letter grade to the art, letter grade to that kind of thing. Um, and and actually, you know, not just a, a summary of the story because I, I find those boring sometimes, uh, but actually let's, let's review those. So I've talked to a couple of guys uh, about that. I'm still looking for one more. I got one guy who's going to do, um, um, he's going to do current indie comic reviews. Uh, the other one is going to do uh, Kickstarter comic reviews. And then I'm looking for someone to do classic independent uh, comic reviews. Uh, and so hopefully we can kind of rotate those in. And I'm looking for those to to uh, be about 10 to 15 minutes. So then the back half uh, of the Silverline Hour will be us talking about some kind of craft. Uh, we'll talk about different things about writing. We'll talk about penciling. Hopefully I can get, uh, you know, uh, when we do the writing thing, get a whole bunch of writers on here and talk about different things. Um, for each stream, obviously, I'd love to to get uh, an artist or two um, here so that you know the the folks watching don't have to watch look at our ugly faces as we as we uh, uh, just talk, but they can watch somebody do some art while we talk. Uh, and then we talk, you know, the the next week we might talk to pencilers, see if we can get everybody on the, the penciling and talk about um, their approach to pages and things like that. Like I said, kind of a kind of a um, uh, sister to the the craft that Tim has put together on the uh, website, and maybe even some of the craft stuff might spark some of our our, our uh, competitions here. And hopefully, uh, as we go along, as we grow, as we get more folks uh, tuning in and watching watching us, some of these uh, some of these folks might have some questions. And I would like to see you know maybe yes, be interactive if we can. Uh, if, if some folks uh, come on and and. Uh, uh, <laughs> some some folks come on and ask us some questions. Maybe we can address some of those. I would like to be able to do that uh, as well because you know I, I want us to be here to help. 
So, um, so as we wrap it up, what I want to do is uh, just kind of go through here and everybody uh, go through here and tell people uh, kind of what you're working on right now and where they can follow you on all your social media. And what we'll try to do is I'll probably ask you guys to um, send me um, uh, uh, send me your social media links and then I can put them all in the places. Um, so we've got a couple of questions. So I'm getting them. I'm getting a message here that we should end with a couple of questions. Uh, so fire away with the questions, uh, BJ. Okay. Not, not, not a couple of questions. Well, maybe a couple <laughs> started getting another one in. Um, J.R. Are you off of YouTube is this question is for John. What are you planning to do with Sniper and Rook? Because I loved reading your comics and I would love to continue to read them. Oh, well, what I'm planning on doing is bringing them back in a big way. Uh, they've been on hiatus for a little while. Um, anybody who's read the books and have been familiar with the series, you may be able to, once we start publishing with the Silver Line title on them, see some groundwork I had been pl uh, playing with and kind of planning all along. Um, there will be a five-issue miniseries that slams together the Sniper and Rook world and the Silver Line universe characters in a great way. Um, it's going to be totally seamless, and it's going to be an awesome treat. Um, that's the pinup that that's one pinup I have worked on right now. Um, the artwork on that one is going to be done by Bill Mouse of Nira X Fame. He has finished the artwork for the first two issues. And I've been hounding on him for issues three, four, and five. Uh, we've got a bunch of great pinups from a bunch of great artists. And I'm looking uh, to get some more new blood in on those two. Uh, I hope to have the pencils on this newest one tomorrow. Um, I'll let the cat out of the bag a little. Can I, Roland? Sure. Do back? it. Yeah. Uh, so this one's going to be awesome because it's going to have Sniper and Rook um, and Tempest and Silver Dollar. That's right. So... It is going to be awesome. I've got a pencil sketch. I approved, except for I wanted one character moving because she flies. Uh, and then I'm going to be getting the final one for that for approval today. Uh, it, it's going to be great times. It's going to be great times. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked about it, too. Um, next is uh, Oven is saying, I'm happy I can tell creators I love their work. Thank you for the rare opportunity. And that's off of Facebook. Absolutely, and, Oven, and we love you, man. And then Jerry J14 off of Twitch. It'll definitely be interesting having a small bit dedicated to comics that, at least in my experience, don't normally get a ton of spotlight. The Kickstartered ones, the independent ones, etc. And hopefully, it'll provide good recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. One of my uh, when I reached out to people to do um, to uh, talk to them about doing some reviews, one of the things that I said was absolutely no Marvel and DC reviews. I don't want to do any Marvel and D I, I'm, I'm, this is not hatred for Marvel and DC. That's not what I'm saying. But they get enough bandwidth somewhere else, and I want us to. Uh, Silverline is a small, it's a small independent company, and I want uh, I want us to focus on independent comics, and so. Uh, so no Marvel in DC. I, great going around and read as much of them as you want to, but uh, for our hour here, uh, I don't want us to spend any time reviewing Marvel or DC comics. We're gonna do we're gonna review independent comics. And then we have Amy from YouTube saying, "Roland, what can you tell me about Tiny?" Well, hey Amy, thanks for the question. So Tiny, yeah, Tiny is uh, my ad loose adaptation of uh, Thumbelina. If uh, if you like Thumbelina, you'll find uh, a lot of the same uh, familiar elements from the story. Uh, if you're not a Thumbelina uh, fan or a reader, then it won't matter to you. But if you like it, you'll see some of the uh, some of the similarities. Uh, for instance, one change uh, in the story is when I talk to Diana, and I'm really trying to get her to do more stuff because she's got a fantastic style. Um, I've even, I've pitched her so many different stories and I almost had her for one of them, a little female barbarian, but, uh, but she was like, yeah, no, no, no. Um, but one of the changes that she made is when we were talking about it, we, we, we wanted to do, she wanted to do something fairy tale-y. And so I had to do some research because I didn't kind of just wanted to do, I didn't want to do all the ones that, that, you know, the real pot, the Cinderella's and that kind of thing. 
And so I did some research, came back uh, with her, and just happened to be Thumbelina was her uh, was her favorite fairy tale. But she said, I want to do Thumbelina, but I want to do it uh, with, with one change. And I said, what's that? She says, I do not want to draw frogs. And if you know the fairy tale, Thumbelina is initially kidnapped by frogs. And so we talked about it a little bit, and we ended up changing uh, the frogs to little uh, little trolls. And so she got to draw these little ugly, ugly trolls. Um, next time I'll try to have some. I don't have any prep this time. Next time, I'll, uh, Amy, I'll try to have some. Uh, of the interior artwork prep for that. Or you can see some of it on, uh, I think you can see there like the first five pages on Indie Planet. If you just go to Indie Planet and search for a tiny graphic novel, uh, you, you should find a couple of pages there and you'll be able to see it. Thank you for the question though. Very cool. So just the last comment so far is just from JR. Oh, sorry, J4RU off of YouTube and just responding to John. That sounds amazing about Sniper and Rook. Can't wait. Yeah. And, and, and uh, uh, did you say it was J, JR4? J, sorry, JR4? it's J, yeah, J4RU ah. yeah. so, off so, of YouTube. So J4RU, just know I'm, I'm riding John. I'm riding him. Matter of fact, every day John wakes up, he says, oh, crap, I got another email from Roland. What does he want now? I'm like, dude, dude, where are you? Dude, give me an update. Dude, I need a status report. Dude. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I've been out of town and I got a sickness. And now I found a girl or something. And I'm like, dude, no way. Come on. <laughs> okay. So, yes, I, I'm riding him. Okay. So one, one more, um, okay. and then we'll, we'll end it, but yeah, Oven, call, yeah, cut, call tonight. Oven is saying is non Silverline Indie on then. I'd love to hear what you think of Dusk County Chronicles, Project mm-hmm. Titans or White Widow. Sure. Uh, yeah. All, all of the, that, uh, I, I know Joel and Dust County Chronicles, those are the kinds of projects that, that we definitely will be doing reviews on. I, I won't be doing the reviews myself. Uh, I have asked some people to come on and do those. Um, but, but one day, uh, and I'm not sure which is going to be first, so don't hold me to it, but for one, one, our first review, for instance, maybe next week we'll have uh, the Kickstarter comics. And then the week after that will be uh, recent independent comics and then the week after that it will be classic uh, independent comics and these are reviews and we'll just kind of go through the 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 cycle that way uh but yes absolutely um that will be and i'm not saying that that those will be reviewed because at this point i'm really just kind of leaving it up to the reviewers but if we start getting requests for uh certain titles uh i guess we could consider it i don't know um i haven't actually thought about that specifically, I just kind of leaving that up to the reviewers. Okay, so uh, we are out of time, but what I do want to do, uh, instead of, uh, I'm going to revise what I said last time, uh, we're just going to go through the murderer's row here, and really what I want you to do is just uh, tell people where they can find you on social media, so any any Twitter, Twitches, uh, Facebooks, Instagrams, whatever links that you want to give people uh get shout those out as uh, we'll just go down the line and that way people can hopefully you guys all go follow if you're on youtube give us a give us a subscribe if you're on uh twitch give us a follow uh if you're on facebook live uh certainly go uh watch uh go like the silver line page uh so brent where can people find you um i'm probably the least of all of you, I, I try not to expose myself typically, but um, please don't expose yourself. Yes, I've. Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Brent Larson. Um, I'm actually working with a friend to uh, get my own website up and going, but uh, that might take a little while. Um, and probably, really, the Silverline website is the best thing. If you guys want to see any of the films I've made, you can go to Vimeo.com slash broken phone booth um i've done a lot of the films that are on there um uh, that's pretty much it for me okay so um uh, that sounds good and what i'll do uh for those of you listening what i'll do i'll ask all you guys to send those uh all those links to me and then i'll i'll put those in the appropriate places online john where can people find you uh on social media 
Oh, so many places. Um, my ICQ. Wait, that got canceled. Wait, ICQ. Good grief. That's gone. Uh, Geo. No, Geo Cities. You can find me on Facebook. Um, my name John J O H N. Last name Medic M E T Y C H. Um, and we're still keeping my beta free comics alive as a um a branding along with Silverline. So you can find me on Facebook under Beta Three Comics. Um, you'll see, you know, the silver line information there since we have joined forces. And if you go and check out that, uh, that page soon, you'll also find out about a movie that was recently released that has Sniper and Rook merchandise in the background throughout the film. Very so cool. Yeah. We need to put that on the, uh, on the, certainly on the Facebook page. Absolutely. Excellent. Jeremy, uh, where can people find you? Yes, um, I basically have a Twitter account and Instagram, which I don't use that one as much, but for Twitter, it's basically um, Jeremy M. Khan, and for uh, Instagram, it's uh, Ringa DX, R-I-N-G-A-D-X, and I am working on getting a uh, YouTube channel up where I'm going to be uploading some coloring videos, we coloring in various sample pages. Very cool. Wait a minute, sample pages? No, 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 no sample pages. <laughs> you don't need to do sample pages. You got <laughs> You have plenty, plenty of sample pages to keep you busy. <laughs> no sample pages. Uh, thank you, Jeremy. All right, Sid, where can folks find you? Uh, the uh, base uh, base camp is my website. Sid S I D Sid is alive. Sid is alive dot com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, as Sydney underscore Williams, and uh, on Facebook, uh, Sydney Williams Books. So facebook.com slash Sydney Williams books and uh, on YouTube, just as Sydney Williams. And uh, you can find me reading some uh, flash, flash fiction, uh, short flash horror stories. And uh, also uh, wickedhorror.com. I'm writing some reviews, uh, mostly a film for them. Uh, most recently, yesterday, I had a review up of a new animated slasher film called To Your Last Death which is sort of a comics fans may be interested in that. Uh, just cool. whether or not you read my review, uh, animated slasher film uh, with William Shatner as sort of a um, um, Rod Serling like voice frameworking, everything uh, Marita Baccarin from Gotham as a, a, an evil game master. So uh, as the, <laughs> the voice is on. So, uh, but you can read my review again on wickedhorror.com and uh, definitely need to plug Wicked Horror because I'm doing some work for them. Cool. So, so would you ever, because I've, I've seen some of your, um, the flash fiction, would you ever read any of your comics uh, online? I would, I would do that. I, I, uh, the flash, you know, uh, allows just really short little bites right. and it's just one more way to put some, <laughs> some work out there. But I, mean, I certainly could do that with comics. Or you know, we'd need to uh, intercut, you know, the panels the, with yeah. the, the voice or yeah. whatever. Be interesting with something. Or maybe we could like put moving images together of the Ooh, comics. That's work there. You know, has anybody ever thought of doing that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, gee, uh, I used to have a whole little uh, twenty-minute uh, segment on that in my class. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I actually uh, uh, toyed with the idea, and I'm still toying with it. It's, it's just another one of these things on this long list of stuff I'd kind of like to do, of getting people to uh, actually do the voices uh, and, and and create an audio book for a comic. But find mm-hmm. someone who has some little audio chops and just get different people to read their lines, and then have them, you know, put it all together. And then as you read your comic, you can have you can listen to the audio clip and. Yeah. You know, hear different voices reading the different uh, parts and hear the sound effects. And um, I might be able to do that, but man, that's a lot of work and, and it's not my specialty. So it would take me a long time to do. So uh, someone who, who does that kind of stuff really ought to, ought to do that. But I'm still, uh, if, if, if any one of you knows how to do that, anybody listening knows how to do that, let me know and, and let's talk because I think that sounds like something kind of fun. Well, there's this one website that um, does graphic novel audiobooks, like a drama. drama- Dramatization um, that they did like some, some um, super, um, Superman, some um, Marvel stuff. They also do some indie comics as well. Really? Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Like I got this whole entire audio drama for uh, the um, Final Crisis from DC, actually. Wow. You have to pop that link into us. I'd kind of like to peek at that and see what it's like. 
All right, Thomas uh, Formonti, can you tell people where to find you? Um, yeah, just uh, Floramonti at all the different places because it's just uh, there's not too many of us out there. So on Instagram, I think it's T Floramonti. On Twitter, it's T Floramonti. Uh, uh, Facebook, it's Thomas Floramonti Jr. Um, Floramonti, Floramonti, Floramonti. That's where you can find it. <laughs> and that's spelled F L O R R I O N T E. Exactly. And then I also have my personal website, which is uh, infernostudios.com. Sweet. Yep. All right. And Hedlin, where can people find you? Uh, it's just my name, Hedlin, H E D G L E N. And probably Instagram, but anywhere is just my name. Okay. Yeah, Instagram. He, he's 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 of the slightly younger set, so all these the younger ones go to yeah. Instagram. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and then Tim, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as uh, Tim TK Writer. I'm on Twitch as AgroBacon and TikTok as Tim Tam Slam. <laughs> TikTok, huh? That's uh, you're the only one to yeah. mention that. No, so so what's your TikTok name again? Tim Tam Slam. I don't post Tim. content. It's it's mostly just like a few videos of like powerlifting. I don't know. I'm probably going to do something on it later. Cool. Sweet. Well, uh, all right. Well, oh, me, I guess. You can find me uh, just do the Silverline stuff. Uh, Silverline, www.silverline.com is pretty much where I am. Uh, if you really want to find uh, me and a list of my uh, all the works I've done, you can find me at uh, www.rollandman.me. That's .me. And you can have a, I have a complete bibliography of all my stuff there. Well, this completes the, uh, the, the first of our weekly Silverline Live Hours. I want to thank my murderer's row here. Thank you guys for taking out uh, an hour plus of your time to be here. I think we can have some, uh, I think we some ha- can have some fun doing the Silverline Hour. Uh, if nothing else, it gives us the time to kind of pal around uh, with each other. Hopefully we can promote all the projects that we've got coming up. I, I, I can't, express to y'all how excited i am we've got so many cool things coming up i i need more months in in 2020 you can ask john john i, I think I, I i popped this bubble just a little bit i didn't mean to you, you i think be the only one that wants it <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like man it's like he's like i, I want to do this and i'm like dude i need more months it's like yeah i love the idea i said we just need more months you know so, quarantine, um, that's giving us time though quarantine. <laughs> you're right you're right actually I, I, i'm expecting years i need the world to stop for two weeks so i could catch up and i'm like oh no did i cause this so. <laughs> yeah well see see what what uh what these artists don't realize see i'm 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 expecting jeremy to do twice the amount of work now i'm expecting formani to do twice the amount of inks right we got some we got some trump's pages that we need to get into the colorist hand who's she's doing a great job i got to get some uh high-res files so i can show those next week and and hedgeland need to get him you know cranking hey Got time. We're all quarantined, right? Let's get some comic <laughs> books out. All right. Well, we're going to go. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll see you uh, next week. Uh, same Silverline time, same Silverline channel. Uh, make mine Silverline. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Silverline podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, 